my sister gave me a canister of Himalayan black salt. Okay. Which, whatever. She no, said she yeah. didn't like it. It was a little bit strong and salty flavor. And she knows we don't... I mean, salt tastes like salt. Yeah. I, I feel like Himalayan pink salt tastes just like table salt, ultimately. Mm-hmm. It's all bad for you. A little bit's okay. But... I brought it home and then the kids won't stop. Well, why is it black? Uh, because that's what color it is. But what makes it black? Well, the fact that it's black, that's what makes it black. The color, yeah. Yeah. I, I would assume it's like mixed with some kind of mineral. I don't know. It just says the only ingredient is Himalayan black salt. But I just assume that has to do with where it's mined, you know? Yeah, that's what I was saying. There's some kind of something in the salt. Yeah, it's that's where it's not grown, but formed. <laughs> that's where it's formed. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I guess if we knew more about life, we would understand where salt came from. But the thing but is... We don't. But, I mean, once you know that, and I guess you can't unknow it, and you don't have to question it, but really, is that isn't that in the useless knowledge and information category? A hundred percent. But the most important part is that I just don't care. Yeah, I don't care. It's it's salt. And it's okay to not care. I, I feel like you're correct. It is okay to not care about salt. Yeah. I mean obviously somebody cares because they make they, it. They made it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm sure it's a ploy of some sort, some kind of marketing ploy, to remove you and your money from. Could you tell a difference in your, I don't know, body, space, mental status when we had the salt lamp on? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just now realized that it was off. How long has the salt lamp been off? For a while. Has it? Yeah, for a while. I mean, I can feel the air is different now. No, it's not. Yeah, it feels different. (laughs) I swear. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come in, listen, enjoy. It's time for Shut Up. I love you. By DNR. Thank you so much for finding us. Uh, the show is about DMB, which we have zero DMB talk. So, friends, if you're here for the DMB, we are not going to talk about DMB. The I only mean, thing I have to say is that I didn't wear a DMB shirt for seven days straight, and I'm jonesing. Yeah, I wore my 41 shirt today. I know. Um, uh, the show's about DMB. Uh, he, what part of life happened this week? I mean, life. And us. That was oh. perfect. <laughs> and all of 100% us. 100% perfect. <laughs> Life happened this week. Yep. And us, all of us. Um, my name is David. I put the D in DNR. And this is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, David. How was your week? I mean, it was good. My youngest nephew, he's the youngest child, had a birthday. He's one now. So that's always fun. I mean, little kid birthday parties are weird in general, especially at that age, that ripe age of one. There's because they don't know, right? They don't know what you're doing. Correct. There's a little bit of interaction, but it's very minimal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I did want to talk about the birthday party. 
Okay. So, uh, friends, please thank you for hanging out with us wherever, wherever, whatever party you find yourself traveling to right now. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out uh, with us and, and, and going to that place with us. It definitely means the world to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, please rate, review, subscribe um, anywhere you can download podcasts. Uh, just give us a little, just hit that subscribe button, a little rating helps us out. Even, even the bad ones help us out in so many different ways. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who's taken the time to do that. Um, numbers are great right now, like out of control. I don't want to say out of control because it's not out of control. I mean, obviously, we it's have controlled. It's been controlled. <laughs> it's out of control. But we're so grateful. Um, There's uh, numbers flying all over the place. They're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I just birds, got smacked but... in the face by a 22. <laughs> uh, do you want to get smacked in the face by a 36? I mean... Maybe, yeah. Okay. Or 41. Boom. <laughs> Drops mic. Don't drop the mic. It's Don't drop the, the this one's <laughs> Thank you so much. For, we just cannot say thank you enough. It, everything. Please make sure, um, hit us up, email, uh, voice message or uh recording um if you have a story if you anything you want to tell um please hit us up and we'll, we'll gladly um put it out there for the rest of the world to hear or you can just send us a message and say this is a yes, private message just for dnr and we will listen to it and we will most likely not share it with everyone yeah we won't if they say don't we won't okay anyhow um and we haven't. Correct. We <laughs> have we not done that We have thing not yet. done that, though. Um, with that being said, Rachel wants to talk about a kid's birthday party. Yeah. So, number one, I ruined a one-year-old's cake. And I didn't actually ruin it. Um, we did all of the things that we could do to keep a cake safe while transporting it in a vehicle. And I was still able to mess up the top of the decorated frosting. Were you holding the cake or driving? I was driving. So that's why it's my fault. Uh, okay. I loosely. Who was holding the, who was the cake holder? No, we put it in the floorboard in the back seat. And then I put my seat back to hold the box firm. Okay. But it still, at some point, like, jumped a little. So, isn't the point of a kid's birthday cake, bake, cake? Baked cake. Baked cake, yeah. I guess cake goes in the oven and you bake it. Um, That to smash their face into it. So, some people do that. I didn't didn't really do that. I mean, I gave my kids... Did did they both have a cupcake or just yeah. a small piece or what? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that was definitely your thing. You wanted to do a a big like icing everywhere and hose off the child. Yeah, and I had a hard time with that. <laughs> so you know, you have a hard time with anything that's fun. I yeah, I just don't like doing fun things. What's the <laughs> point? Um, but. Thankfully, my sister was able to put some toys on the cake and cover and up the it. bad part and make she it, saved it nice. Yeah. So you're so what you're saying here today is out loud for everyone to hear is your sister is the hero. She is of this particular story. She is. Yeah. Not of life. No. <laughs> I mean, she she's the hero of her own life. Yeah. She's her own hero, which yeah. is good. Um, but. 
the the kids smashed the cake. It was an underwater themed cake, so there was blue. And he, I mean, he had it everywhere. He had fun. You can't eat cake underwater. Um, I don't mean the no you. Right now, I know we're supposed to yes and, but <laughs> yeah, I'm putting a molding fast on this one. You can't eat cake underwater. What were my exact <laughs> words? It was a underwater, underwater themed cake. cake. It's an underwater cake. Okay, underwater themed <laughs> cake. Know. Sorry, it was being mildly yeah. funny. Themed. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> themed. Yeah. And all I could think the whole time was tomorrow that kid's poop is gonna be bright blue. Why were you thinking about that kid's poop? <laughs> because there was cake everywhere. I don't know. That's what. And so what? Yeah. Yeah, but I wanted to remind my sister of that. I said tomorrow <laughs> when he poops bright blue, don't panic. And she was like, oh, yeah, food coloring. Yeah. So that I think that that's a common mom thing. The first time that the kid eats something with a lot of food coloring and then their poop is a crazy color, you panic like, what's going on? Oh, oh it's just food, food coloring. coloring. I mean, any baby, you figure it out. Yeah. You figure it out. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so for me, during this, this birthday extravaganza, uh, per se, one may call it a party. Um, I was lucky enough to get to ride my motorcycle yes. to, to this particular place. We traveled to City Minor, which yeah, is four hours away. So. Yeah, we traveled to City Minor um, for the birthday party. And I uh, took my last my last long ride of the of the season yeah. per se. Um, I really wanted to show my brother my motorcycle. Um, did not happen. Right. Yeah. So, uh, nevertheless, I was able to show up on the motorcycle in the middle of the party, which was nice. Like that was fun. But subsequently everybody, I don't want to say everybody, but there was rides to be handed out. The two, two, two rides, two rides. And uh, I mean, how was that for you? Fine, indifferent. I was absolutely indifferent about it. Okay. It was, uh, uh, you know, cool. Yeah, let's go for a ride. You know, put you on the back and you wear the helmet and let's go ride. So around yeah. the block. Yeah. So you two know. older women. My aunt. Yeah, your aunt and your mother. Yeah, my aunt is sixty-seven, I believe. Yes. And my mother is sixty. Uh-huh. And I think I knew of my mother. Going on a motorcycle ride yeah, when she, I was very young. Yeah. Um. So, and you know, that fits my mother's personality. That's yeah, she, not... She was, uh, yeah, she was 100% all for it. Like, down, yeah, yeah, let's sure. go. No, no cares in the world. She didn't want to wear the helmet. She didn't, you know... I made her. Yeah. Um. My aunt, on the other hand... Yes. ...is as textbook conservative, buttoned-up blouse, cardigan... Pearl wearing, I don't, I don't even know what other words to use to describe her woman yeah. as I've ever met in my life. Yeah. She's very prim and proper. Yeah. Very she, prim and proper. Yeah. She is a, she is the woman that wants to have her place in the household. Okay. She, yeah. I mean, as long as I've known her, that's her. 
And for her to say she wanted to go on the back of a motorcycle for a ride. It was shocking it for was everybody. Shocking. I think everybody in the party went, what? <laughs> <laughs> All at the same time. I mean, good for her. And she had a blast. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I wanted to bring up is what, like, I was just, I don't want to say appalled. I don't know what the right feeling is was for me, but I just remember pulling back in and she was like, not screaming, but she was definitely like, this is so much fun, like in on the back. And she had a raging lady boner, like raging. And, and I don't know that boner in the, in, in my sense of the term boner, you know, like a lot of testosterone running through your veins and, you know, like, just get done fighting or whatever. The thing is where you're very, you're, you're watching football and screaming at the TV, you know. So I can't you empathize can't, can't. at all. Like, yeah. I'm, that's not how I would describe. I've had super happy euphoric feeling, uh-huh. but I would not say I had a lady boner. But, like, she was doing a, a, a like, a man task like i don't <laughs> and that's so sexist i know women ride motorcycles and i don't want it to be uh, i don't speaking want it to of, i don't on, want it to be sexist i don't on want it to our be a drive sexist thing. home from city minor i got behind a cop on a bike oh yeah that was a woman oh nice yeah it was a lady cop on a bike on the interstate on the interstate really yeah uh, like all through the city that is just to the east mm-hmm. of City mm-hmm. Minor, yeah. the major. All the way through. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was really surprised. Okay. I mean, women can ride motorcycles too. I know this. Yeah. Yeah. So she, I feel like aunt. Aunt. Aunt, <laughs> aunt. Aunt, aunt. Is um, just so not this motorcycle riding person that when she got off the bike, she was like, her testosterone was raging through her system. You know, she was just like, yeah, whoa. You okay. know, I mean, she wasn't flashing everyone. No, you know. why would you <laughs> correlate? Because <laughs> that's what you do on the back of the motorcycle. You're supposed to like pull your boobs out. What? That's a thing. I've never seen or heard of this. Yeah, that's a thing. That's not a thing. It's a thing. You're trying to make it a thing. <laughs> no, I'm not. I promise. <laughs> this is a, motorcycle and boobs go together, hand in hand. A hundred percent. When I ride the bike with you, you're never putting. I'm your... never pulling my boobs out. Okay, that, like that is a fair trade. <laughs> what? What's a fair trade? No motorcycle rides with no boobs like i'm okay with that does that mean you're not gonna let me ride your bike no i'm fine like you can ride my bike with or without boobs but i I, mean i'm gonna have them i'm not i can't remove them like oh we're going for a ride i'm gonna take them off okay motorcycle rides with boobs with or without them being out displayed Okay. okay yeah you can have them any way you want them. You can have motorcycle. <laughs> you can have them in or out. You can have them with the trout. You can have them here or there. You can, can have, have them anywhere. You can have motorcycle rides anywhere. 
<laughs> and you can have boobies anywhere, too. Yeah. <laughs> you can have boobies and motorcycle rides at the same time. That's... What a concept. <laughs> and they don't have to be... They neither have to be in or out. <laughs> so, anyhow... Uh, you know me, I get distracted by naked women. Yeah. Um, so the the party, I don't want to say the party was over. The party kept going. All of the children were done. But the tree specifically asked if she could stay up later. I was trying to get her to go lay on my sister's couch and watch a movie and relax and tone it down. And she wanted to stay up. And I thought, okay, she wants to, she's growing up a little bit. She wants to be with the adults. I get it. Um, there was a group of adults playing cards mm-hmm. and these card playing adults were drinking alcohol, Yes, which is I common. I think I may happen to be a part of this group. <laughs> you, you actually were. Yes. You were <laughs> okay. one of the adults in this group of adults playing cards, drinking alcohol. Okay. We're still doing Dr. Seuss rides. <laughs> and... There were a couple times that I saw the tree put her head down. She was getting sleepy, but I resisted forcing her away from the situation because she wants to be around her dad Yeah, and her grandma was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's one thing about my mom that the more she drinks, the more she swears. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I definitely tried to stifle the mother in me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, my, my child has heard these words. Mm-hmm. She knows that people swear. Um, I want her to learn. What is wrong with swear words? So, in uh, all honesty, nothing. It is a word. And yes. we have given our children, you know, musical license, poetic license, that if they're singing a song that has a swear word in it, it does Does not bother me if my child sings the full lyric with the swear word. Yeah. They're singing a song that they enjoy. I get it. I do it also. Um, I think when it comes down to it, it's a respect thing. Okay. If you do it at that level, then all right, I understand. But if you do it at a censorship level, like you're censoring your child, then it feels dirty. What do you mean? Like... Like if you're swearing at your child to correct them? No, if you are, um, if you are saying, I don't swear because you shouldn't say those words, that doesn't feel right. Okay. However, when you say... Don't swear because it's disrespectful to... You never know what kind of other person is listening. And they may be offended by those words. So don't do it just for you because it makes you look not the best. Right. But also do it for other people. So so ultimately it's the same reason I don't walk around with my boobs out. That we live Mm -hmm. in a society where we've determined this is disrespectful Mm-hmm. Unless so you're on a motorcycle, but don't yes. use those words unless you want judgment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. In you know whatever people can judge however they want, it doesn't mean I'm going to take your judgment into consideration of how I live my life. Yes. I still 
I still don't want my children in a situation where every other word out of the mouth is an aggressive swear word. Yes, that feels wrong. Yeah. Okay. You know. But my na- my neighbor came up to me the other day and said his daughter um, cussed at him, said damn. Okay. At him. And it was something he would say to her. It was something dumb like, uh, shut your damn mouth or something. You know, something like, I can't remember the exact thing. Yeah. It wasn't, that wasn't the thing. But Okay. Well, you know. kid learned it from parent. Yeah, correct. And he said it was something straight out of my mouth. But he also said, it was so damn cute. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. I'm glad. Um, We, you and I as parents, we do swear around our children. We have said swear words. Yes. But We try not to, but we still do. Right, right. So what happened at one point, there, I was across the yard. All I know is something big happened in the card game or some crazy story was told or something dramatic happened. And my mom said the words, holy fucking shit. But she said them very loudly Mm -hmm. and she said them aggressively. Yeah. And I immediately bolted towards my child. Yeah. And then my mom said the words, Oh, here comes business, Rachel. And I thought, well, yeah, It's my job as a parent to parent my child. And if that means changing a situation where I am uncomfortable with my child being in, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. That's being a good parent. So I put my child to bed. It's being the parent you want to be. I mean, it was being the parent I was. Yeah, correct. Yeah, sorry, friends, we're drinking rum tonight. And I took a it little was a bit strong of a, drink. a little bit hard, harsh of a swig here. I mean, I just assume you're going to cut half of that cough out. It lasted for like 48 <laughs> seconds. So, I mean, was, was I wrong? I'm sure that I handled the situation in a, like, I could have handled the situation better. I'm sure of that. Okay. I mean, it's and it's probably in your mom's defense. She thinks she's the one being censored. You're not censoring your child. You're not removing your child from the, the situation. You're trying to tell your mom to be quiet, you know, and that's not the case. But I mean, my how... mom did need to be quiet, but yeah, she's an adult. Mm-hmm. I can't control her. But you can't take your kid but out. But I can take my kid out of the situation. Mm. So, I, don't, I mean, was I wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, just how you react to stuff like that is very violent. And I don't know. How well, to do you it. see where I aggressive, get it from? <laughs> aggressive. Violent and aggressive. Like... Whoa, we like this is wrong, and you're you just get mad over things that you know, which it's not you're not mad. I I got defensive over the fact that my mom made me feel like I was wrong for pulling my child out of that situation, Mm -hmm. and I don't know that I, I was wrong, I don't know that I was. Yes, like I said, I know that I could have handled that better. 
But I also know that at that point she'd said multiple swear words throughout the night. Mm. Yeah, that was, was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, and it was time for your kid to go in anyways, obviously. Yeah. 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 So, um, social media moment for the week. So I got two. Okay. Um, one was one prompted the other, actually. So um, <clears throat> this one's from S at S-A-M-M-I-A-P-P, Sam, uh, Sam at IAP. Um, Sammy? Appar- oh, yeah, Sammy at. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the saying is old wives' tale, not old wives' tale. Correct. But I still like mine better. I think it makes sense to me. Like, I related to that. Not that the, yeah, everybody knows it's an old wives' tale. But, but yeah. Yeah, there's moments in things. Wise. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's it. things that you say to yourselves or, or um, I don't know, things that when you realize that it's wrong, you're like, oh, like almost disappointed over the fact that, wait a minute, I've been doing it wrong, but I like my way better, you know? Okay. <clears throat> so I just, it, it felt relatable on yeah. that end. Like there was not, but I tried to go all week and think of one thing and I couldn't think of a thing, you know? Okay. But I know there's a whole website dedicated to lyrics of songs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, what's the one about, um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That song. I don't know. Oh, it's something in Cleveland. Well, um, uh, who, who is that? No, I think it's that guy just passed away this week. Are you for real? No, it wasn't that guy, but Eddie Money passed away this week. Oh, really? I think. No, somebody else. I am wrong, friends. Oh. I, I am wrong. Thing one. <laughs> Thing one. Thing I'm one. wrong. Don't believe. It was not that guy. It was a different guy. Although, albeit other an, another famous guy, uh, a couple actually famous guys. Wow. Did you find a song lyric? Like, did you specifically look any up? No, uh, I didn't, because I was more uh, trying to find like a thing, like a like the old wives' tale or old wives' tale or. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I I couldn't think of anything. However, however, um. Relatable, this thing was, I couldn't think of anything else. So maybe it was not as relatable as I thought it was. But I did run across this in my pursuit of the other thing. I ran across this. It's another social media moment. How old were you when you found out newspaper means north, east, west? South, past and present event report. How old am I right now? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> and I feel like, no. I yeah. feel I like. I feel like somebody may, yeah. may have just put an acronym together. To the word But newspaper. it makes enough sense that I was like, okay, I'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard that one. Yeah, if you want to check it out, um, you can. It's neat looking at it on paper. Oh yeah, no, I, 
I saw it all. Yeah. Um. I like. I want to know the origin of the word news now. <laughs> yeah. I I have to look up the original Latin. <laughs> Um, so we, as ostrich as it is, as horrible as it is, we do not watch the news every night. We don't. And it's because ignorance is bliss. Yeah. So we live in a world of candy canes and lollipops and the news has bad things on it and we don't want to listen to. And I know that bad things happen and there are news things that we. You can't not get the news in real life. Especially anymore. Yeah. Because people talk about it and uh, there's nothing that's going on in our world that we can't find out through other means correct i mean even if you're not looking things up actively on the internet yourself you still get bombarded with it in your everyday life yes news is everywhere yeah um so some some news happened this week that caught my interest so i had to research it i wanted to know and Uh, that's one thing i do like about our, you know, smartphones and the internet. And, you know, I want to know something. I can look it up and research it right now. And I've learned to be picky about where I get my information from. But it's also, some, there's something to be said that because of that, we choose not to engage in all of it. Mm-hmm. We pick and choose the things that we want because we know we can have as much information we want about it at any given time. Agreed. But, um, I, after reading, I think I read three different articles, I passed judgment on a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't talked to this person. You don't know this person from nobody. Correct. You just know the story enough to like, okay. Correct. I passed judgment on someone and you, you immediately said, well, that's the mom in you. Like I became a mother to defend a child in a situation, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't, it immediately did not matter what the other person was doing. I like in my eyes, they were wrong because I need to do whatever I can to defend the child. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it, natural instincts. Like oh yeah. I mean, even any mother, I mean, you tell, I would hope. You know, I mean, you tell kids that we tell our kids that if you get lost and you are away from your mom, yeah, if or you get separated, dad, you go find another a policeman or another mom with kids. A mom with kids. That's a mom with kids. You can ask a mom with kids for help and tell them I need a policeman. Yeah. I need a police officer. I need help. Yeah, you know, I've lost my parents. Um, Because she will help you. Yes. Moms are the safer bet. If you have to pick between the mom or the dad, the mom is the safer bet. Yeah. Agreed. Um, But it made me realize, like, I don't think I could sit on a jury. (laughs) I mean, I would hear... I would hear the prosecution's Uh argument and just immediately, like, oh, that person's guilty. Yeah. But what about when the defendant went up and did their stuff? Would you be able to change your mind? No, I don't want to hear it. 
I don't care. You're wrong. And that's why I like, oh, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I don't think that I could be un, you know, like be unbiased enough to listen to the entire argument from both sides before coming to a decision. I don't know that I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am one that I find myself defending the opposite side when I see the underdog. You want to defend the underdog. I don't want to say defending the other underdog. I want to say it's more of a, I don't like guilty before proven or I don't like innocent before, wait a minute, guilty before proven innocent. Well, that's why it is innocent until proven guilty. That's what I... Do you really some, follow that? I really try to, in my day-to-day, everything is this, whatever's going on, you just don't know the whole side of the story. You don't know everything. Agreed. So you can't pass that kind of <laughs> judgment on people when you just don't know the whole story. And... and and yeah, and I understand you read you read your you tried to do your due diligence yeah. enough so and that I did like I was enlightened mm-hmm. because some of the information I got initially was not all of the information. Mm-hmm. And I did get more information. I'm glad that I did my research, but I still stand by my decision. <laughs> There, I conceded on one thing, but I just, I ground down even further with the other. And then I don't like how you were, how far it went for you. And And what I mean is the punishment in your eyes was, you know, off with, off with their head. You know, you were, you turned into the queen of hearts. (laughs) And <laughs> okay, so in all actuality, I think a part of that is because I have been listening to crime podcasts for so long now mm-hmm. that I'm over criminals. Like, kill them all. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, yay. It's not. You're bad for our society. Go. Go away. Go die. <laughs> no. You're done. <laughs> you no, fired. No. <laughs> no. And I I don't truly believe that. I don't. Um, and not even, I mean, not even an eye for an eye. Like, just because you've killed someone in some situation, uh, a car accident causes the other, uh, uh, someone in the other car to become deceased. Mm. Like, even if it's a DUI, you know, that like you are completely at fault. I don't think that you should have to die for that, but I think you should get more than probation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And is, is that what is happening in this world? Sometimes. I mean, if you got a good enough lawyer there, I mean, there's, Oh man. Okay, so do you remember the movie The Devil's Advocate? No, I don't. 
It was with Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino. Yeah, I don't know that I watched that whole movie. Oh, it was a I always good watched movie. in I always walked in like on bits and pieces of it. I've never watched the whole thing all the way through. It was a really good movie. Was it uh Charlize Theron in in it too? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I w- I would watch that movie with you. <laughs> you got a lady voter. No. Oh. It's because it's such a good story. That I, I want to know what a lady boner is. I don't. There isn't one. There's no such thing. I'm a lady and I can't have a boner. So I, um, friends, I was able to drive, ride um, my motorcycle for a free, a, a long distance. How long did it take you? Did you time the it, drive at all? Yeah, it was, it was right around normal. Like, it's a little bit longer, but not much longer. Um, and it's hard to time on that particular, because I'm not looking at a clock. I'm not, I can't actively time. I mean, you look at a clock before you leave, and you look at a clock when you're done. Yeah, I didn't do either. That's how you time something. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain to you a thing. <laughs> Rachel explains a thing. <laughs> Everybody take a drink. <laughs> um but I, I finally my I get in contact with my brother after I'm home and um told him like, Hey, I you know, I rode all the way out, wanted to show you this bike that I got and um he was like, oh, sorry, I missed it. He's like, oh, uh, I've been wanting to get one, too, so we can ride together. He's like, oh, yeah, I mean, it'll happen. Eventually, you'll get one. He's like, oh, I've been itching. And he's like, how was that ride? Was it boring by yourself? And I was like, no. I didn't even think about it being by myself. Like, I didn't even, being by myself wasn't even a, like, it didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> and it made it did it made me think for a minute like okay am i do i like being alone? So like how much do i like being alone? Cuz i find myself i don't find myself alone a lot but i i like i gravitate to doing things by myself. Um, so you're definitely alone ten times more than me. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love being alone. Okay. Uh, I would drive to my brother's house states away alone and mm-hmm. I would be okay with that. And I think a big part of it is because I almost never get that alone time. Okay. So when I get it, I just relish in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this is what I want. Uh-huh. Do you want more alone time? I don't know how to answer that question right now. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm blessed in that I have a family around me. Okay. I don't want to push you guys away. I don't want anybody to feel like... Do you want me to send you away? No. Oh, not in particular. Go away for a weekend and don't come. Just go be by yourself. It'll happen. It's okay. Do you want to go be by yourself for a weekend? I mean, a hundred times, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also, where would you go? I don't even need to go anywhere. <laughs> you just want to be here alone. <laughs> sure, I don't 
care where. Um, no, just being alone is nice. You don't think? You didn't. Uh, yeah, but it didn't even cross my mind that I was alone. I don't know how to say that. Like, like it, it didn't, didn't occur to you. Yeah. Until my brother brought it up and said... Oh, yeah, like, I it, guess like, I was I, alone that whole yeah, time. Yeah, I, I spent eight hours, ten hours on the road on a motorcycle by myself. Yeah. And it didn't even, like, didn't phase me, didn't... Like, I didn't question it, I didn't question why or how or any of that. So, uh, of course, friends, I looked up a listicle. Being alone. Yeah, ten things that happen when you start... To enjoy being alone. So this is a light lifehack.org article. Um, feel free to go to shutupiloveyou.com in the show notes. I'll, I'll copy in the article or anywhere you download podcasts. Um, go into notes or uh, we'll, we'll, the... However thing. the thing is. Yeah, whatever the thing is, it should be right there for you. You should... I'll try to make it as easy as possible for you to go uh, click and learn. Team tech is on it. Yeah. So, 10 things that happen when you start being alone. And I'll save you all the, the mumbo-jumbo. Just go right into the listicle because that's what we all come here for, right? I mean, that's why you read a listicle. Yeah. You'll get to recharge. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. See, I kind of, not that I disagreed or agreed with a lot of these. It was more that my four hours on the road wasn't a recharge of life. Um. Okay. It's like just um your self... Uh, I don't know what word I'm looking for. Um, when you don't have to deal with other people, and, and that's what their it says. Oftentimes, oftentimes when you're surrounded by other people, we're expending a lot of energy. Yep. Trying to keep other people happy, make them laugh, soothe their egos, read their emotions, and all the other rigors that come along with regular life interactions. It's like they're in <laughs> my head. You'll reflect more often. Um, during the time that you're alone or like through life moments where you find yourself being alone, uh, like just, you know, in the bathroom or taking a shower, or, you know, right five minutes before you lay in bed, you know, those are all alone times, you know. So you can. I find, mean, yeah. Ultimately, those are all moments you can find yourself reflecting. Yeah. So, um, you'll get in touch with your emotions again when you're surrounded by other people all the time. You're constantly trying to read cater the other person's emotions. So so much so that you end up losing touch with your own. So when. You were having lunch with a friend today. There, the, your friend was emotional. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you expend emotion at their expense? Um. Can you 
relate your emotions to your friend. I mean, Was your, your, yes, yeah. and that's empathy. But the when you were saying that, the first thing I thought of is you and I, your significant other. Like when when uh, you walk in the door and I'm in a bad mood, mm-hmm. you immediately feed off of that and get. I don't know that defensive is the correct word, but just it changes. Yeah. 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 You definitely feed off of other people's emotions. Yeah. It it happens all the time, almost every single day now. I walk into the house with kids screaming over Oh, it's because we're doing homework again. Yeah. Homework. Yeah. And it it just instantly triggers, trips a trigger with me. And like, like, what the? is going on homework homework oh homework yeah homework you'll start doing things you actually enjoy like riding motorcycles (laughs) like riding motorcycles yeah yeah i mean if you're gonna be alone trying to find the things that you like to do yeah you're gonna gravitate to the things (laughs) yeah the uh, take a bath and a nap (laughs) Like you would do that for three days. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to send Rachel away on a trip, friends, to another city and give her a hotel room so she can stay alone by herself and take showers and naps. No, baths. Baths and naps and feed her face. I mean, I would probably eat at some point, yeah, but that's not what I'm worried about. <laughs> Number five, you'll become more productive. No, we just established I would not. (laughs) (laughs) Being in the company of other people can be fun and entertaining, but you can also seriously affect your productivity. Yeah, you work better alone, period, all the time, everyone, every. You don't do, I mean, maybe some people do work in pairs. You don't get distracted by anything. I mean, you can, yes, you can get distracted, but you don't get distracted because of other people. Number six, you'll enjoy your relationships even more. Yeah, I agree with that, that you become appreciative for the people that are in your life when they're not around. Yeah, because they're, I mean, if, if you find yourself doing alone things more often than when they're not around, um, yeah, okay. You okay, know. yeah. Number seven. You'll feel more independent. I'm not sure this is a thing. Uh, I mean, because we all feel independent. Yeah, I'm not sure that that relates to being alone. Once you're enjoying being alone, you'll feel more confident in your ability to actually be alone. I mean. Okay. Yeah. And the (laughs) naturally leads you to feeling more independent. Mm. Yeah. Mm, we're getting close one. to the end of the list so it's getting yeah. sketchy <laughs> there's always one on a good quality list of call there's you know the starts off strong and comes to a screeching hole it's like okay two or three with two or three left um number eight you'll get a break from constantly trying to keep other people happy didn't we already talk about that yeah Okay, so we're at our repeat. <laughs> Number nine, you won't have to apologize for anything. I mean... I mean, this is kind of a good one. I... I guess... I don't know. 
I mean, we in your day to day life, I like I I want you friends to take a moment and think about all the times you apologize in life. Like go through your day just for the littlest of things. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to run into you. Oh, I oh I'm sorry, I spilled your drink. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, and it, it's just. Because you genuinely are apologetic for doing things that other uh, around you, other people around you. Oh, shit, I spilled coffee all over the floor, you know, when I was trying to make coffee. Sorry. Um, you know. I don't know that this is necessarily, like, one of the positives of being alone. It's, I, it's, I think it's it a is. fact no, I think it is positive because when you are by yourself and you spilled that coffee, who do you have to apologize to? It doesn't matter. Spilling, spilling anything on the floor doesn't matter. You just clean it up and be done with it. But you become sorry when other people, when you are in other people's way. You ruined their whatever their dress you spilled coffee on their papers you you know what i mean like there's like if those people aren't around when you spill your macaroni and cheese it doesn't matter you just pick it up off the floor let the dogs lick the cheese off the floor and then walk away who do you have to apologize to when you are by yourself who there's nobody there to apologize to so it doesn't matter I understand. I understood that. Those words come together and make a statement, and I get it. I don't have to agree. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry you don't agree. (laughs) That's not my fault. (laughs) But see, if you weren't here, I wouldn't have to apologize for that. Uh Honey, you didn't have to apologize for it anyway. Number 10, you'll stop looking for validation. Yes, I did have to apologize for it. Because I love you. And I need your validation. No? Mm. So this one's tough. I mean... You can't be validated by someone who's not there. So there is that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't stop you from looking for validation from someone when they are there. Like, you're not going to be alone forever. Once you're comfortable with being alone, you're just going to be more comfortable with being alone there's going to be times where there are people in your life again and you're going to look for validation from them. So like that was a hard one for me. Like we all need validated. There's, there's nobody, you know, in the office with me today, I can't get validation from them. I'm not seeking validation from them because I'm the only one here. But on Monday when everybody's in the office, there's going to be a situation where you want to get validated for something. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, how do I put this? Cause everybody goes through emotional roller coasters. 
Yeah. And and I feel like my ups and downs are whatever. Like I'm a, a like I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Everybody sees them. Okay. You know, and I hate talking to you about this stuff. Sometimes, um, you diminish me. I'm sorry. It's all right. If you were alone, you wouldn't have to apologize for that. <laughs> I go through bouts of depression over, and and I really think it's all of us, everyone. And, I mean, we all do it as people. It's normal. It's normal. And I don't realize how much that depression affects my day-to-day. Okay. When it when it is happening, when it's not happening, you know, um, you can't when you're in when you're living it, you can't tell that you're living it. Well, it's hard for me to tell that I'm living it when I'm in it. Okay. So, um, and it's not everything. There's. Just things that you would be depressed about. Um, me, in particular, these last couple few months have been hard for me to go into work. I'm just not quite happy with my job. It's not a bad job. It's a fine job. I work for a, a really, probably a pretty awesome company that a lot of people would want to work for. Um I'm not complaining about that. It's the task I have to do and the fact that, I mean, I was screwed over with some things. Okay. I'm like sin severely disappointed about. Okay. Disappointed in the company, in my boss, in my boss's boss, in my boss's boss's boss for letting it happen, for letting this happen. You know, um, subsequently, I, I am emotional at work. And Friday, I had a meltdown. And it wasn't like a, it was a childlike meltdown. <laughs> you threw a fit. <laughs> I threw a fit. Okay, a tantrum. I threw a tantrum. I had to do work. Other people were forcing me to do work. And this work was just, it was fucking work. It was work. Like, and I was struggling to do it. I didn't want to do it. I was like, I don't want to do it. It was your kids and your homework and all of those things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had that talk today. Yeah. Just, For the uh, rest of your life, you're going to have homework. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just, it is what it is. Accept yeah. it and move on. <laughs> I had, and I had to do the work and that, like, I, I had a tantrum about it. And, I came into work Monday fully understanding that I threw a tantrum on Friday and I need to apologize to coworkers. Like, I have some crow to eat. I mean, good for you. I knew that going in Monday morning. Okay. I... Not that I screwed the pooch or wet the bed or any of those things. I didn't. I don't know that it did anything wrong. It's just my outward emotions got the best of me. Yeah. And we are all allowed to have meltdown days. You're allowed 
to, I, like, I had a bad day. Like, I had a bad day in all sense and forms of the word. All right. But I had a shit your pants moment with my boss. I come in, open up email, look at everything, and sure enough, there's a meeting request um, from my boss saying, um, hey, we need to talk. And although conversation is always good. <laughs> the way this came about? <laughs> the conversation, conversation is always good. Always. Like things get solved with conversation. Problems get solved. Friends get made. Uh, solutions are found. You know, conversation is always a good... Communication is always a good thing. Um, He came to me and just asked me, like, okay, what can we do to make you happy? You know, here is the thing. And, And I won't go into the details of it, but it was nice that for... A moment. It was... There was an attempt? There was an acknowledgement that, one, dude, you're unhappy. We see it. We see that you're depressed. You're depressed about being here. You don't like it for whatever reason, you know. Um, What can we do to fix that? You know, so that was nice. Okay. And it made me feel better that other people cared. Good. So I wanted to bring it here because I wanted to make sure I told everybody we care. I care. Rachel cares. So, you know, if you ever need that thing, if you ever need somebody to tell you that they care, we're here. Let us know. Friends, please write us and tell tell us a story of, or, of any emotional thing that you've gone through because we like I feel like we all are the same we're all going through this um, same thing you may not you know we all have meltdown days at work like it or not we're all we are all melting down yeah so it was just a shit your pants moment at work where uh, your boss calls you into the office on a Monday morning. After throwing a fit on Friday. Friday. like And says, uh, we need to talk. Oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, and this is how it happens. <laughs> so I had to get um, oil in my motorcycle. Again? Again. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I'll have to... Anyways... Friends, you don't want to hear about this. Yeah, I've talked enough about my motorcycle as it's, it is already. You stole your new toy. Yeah. Um, so I was putting oil in it, and, you know, I had it uh, sitting at the auto de- the dealership here while I'm pour- pour- pouring oil in it in uh, the auto parts store. Not dealership, auto parts store. And there was a, another car that pulled up right beside me. Um, and there was a, a black lady in the old black lady in the front seat and she had her window down and she pulled up and she's like um that's bad and i was like what did she just say that was bad like so i just oh thanks you know kind of shrugged it off and she and she flung her car door open so i kind of walked over she had a walker so i kind of offered to help her out yeah you need some help 
getting out, he, you know, offered my hand. She's like, ah, no, Sonny, don't worry about it, you know. Um, and then she got, she looked at me again and said, that's bad. And I she was meant like, like, yeah, like she meant badass, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I like it. It's a nice motorcycle. And she's like, no, in my culture, bad means good. And I was like, Oh, you mean like badass? I know what badass means, but how you were saying it was that's bad. <laughs> like, and I guess as a motorcycle rider, I always hear how bad motorcycle. Oh, you can't do that. You know, you're gonna get into an accident. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I understand that, and I, you know, I try to mitigate that and 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 fix my risk and all of those things and educate myself and to to help me with that. But yeah, I, I totally understand. There's going to be a moment where uh, I'm not going to be able to control somebody else, you know, that's going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Yeah. And that's what you were hearing. <laughs> and that's what I was hearing. That's not what was being said, but that's what you heard. It was bad <laughs> ass. Oh, yeah, thanks. That is a badass bike. I agree. <laughs> like, that is, I, I, like, I like this bike. Thanks. Thanks for noticing, you know. It was it was a nice, pleasant interaction with this lady. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't mean or anything. It was just I I had to write it down because it just took me a moment to figure out what she was what she was saying. I knew what she was saying. The connotation of the it. The connotation of it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um Well good. So I missed uh talking about improv this week. Um so, mm- it was it was fine. It was a um, we did more th- uh, theater type stuff. I am not as good as I think I am. I am really probably undertrained when it comes to. I feel like there's other people in the class that have more. Well, you haven't trained at all. Yeah, I have zero training. <laughs> <laughs> you are undertrained. You've done zero training. I mean. Yeah, but... (laughs) No, so it's the theatrical improv versus the stand-up improv, the comedy improv. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not sure you're a good actor. (laughs) I don't know that I'm a bad actor. I've just never been an actor, you know? So that's the part that, um, you know... um, learning how to be an actor and have stage presence and yes. And, and you know, all the things that go with it and try to be quick witted and name alliterations and word alliterations and, you know, pick it's a lot. It's a lot. It becomes a, you know, I don't know. And then they're the whole time. They're like, forget everything. Just be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> then why do we just listen yeah. to a lecture for three hours? <laughs> no, 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 just forget everything. Be yourself. No, um, I'm paying you to teach me things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but the conversation after afterwards, I was surprised that... Um, not surprised, but how people treat age and what ages mean to other people because I am I don't want to say the old person in the class but are you really I'm second oldest in the class I'm one of the older gentlemen in the class maybe third oldest but I'm old um fourth oldest anyway <laughs> okay 
How many people are in the class? 14. Okay. Um, I feel like fourth oldest is nothing in comparison to first or second when there's that many okay. people. But the rest of the, there's more, there's 10 of them that are 22. Okay. I was going to, I was just getting ready to ask, <laughs> yeah. what's the average age? Yeah. So when everybody else is 22 and 40 seems fucking old, 40 seems old. And, um, there's another female there that was talking about, um, she is in her thirties. I don't, I didn't catch her age, but, and so first of all, she lied. She's at least two years older than the age she said. Okay. She also probably purposefully mumbled the last part uh-huh. so that she's <laughs> No, it was, <laughs> I don't, I didn't even, I didn't even care about her age. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was more, she was talking to, um, a 28 year old female and I just happened to overhear the conversation, but it was more that, and what stood out to me was how much women care, not care, but like what age means to women compared to what age means to men. I mean, age means to men is you turn 18, you can buy cigarettes, 21, you can buy booze, 40, you get gray hair. You know, like there's no, there's none of those things matter, but they, the way they're talking is like, oh, well, yeah, my mom said I need to be married by 28 and my biological clock is ticking. If I don't have kids now, like I may not have them and I, I really gotta, like, I gotta get on the horse. If I'm going to do this, I got to do it now. Um, you know what I mean? Like it, the, like for me hearing this and I've heard bits and pieces of this conversation throughout my life, but it was always one part of it. You know, Oh, I'm 30 years old now. I want to get married or, um, 38. So I better have kids now or I'm not going to have it, you know, but how they were talking and how other females talk to them and react with them, you know, like it was just, weird for me as a male listening to this conversation go like I almost like I empathized with them a little bit like ah I mean sympathize maybe because I can't I don't understand it and like I said I turned 18 I turned 21 then I turned 40 you know there was no in between there's nothing in between you know and yeah I fathered babies but I could have done that at 14 just as easily as I could have at 40 well, obviously, I can't do it now, but... Insinuating circumstances. <laughs> you know, um, but there was age limits. Not age limits, but it's just... It was... I don't want to say neat is not the word for it. It's not... It was just different for me listening to this conversation. Am I wrong? I don't know. You don't have to deal with any of that. You're checking out. No, that's not it at all. I mean, there's so many avenues to go down, but I'm not sure where I should go. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, yeah, as a woman, there's 
there's emotional feelings that you get when it comes to, for example, babies. Mm-hmm. You know, that at age 12, there's absolutely zero desire to have a baby. But now, like, at 30... Am I 36 or 37? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter no, at this moment. Either way. Um, there's a little bit of a, like oh, I'm not going to be able to have babies in X amount of years because my body's going to turn that off. So do I hurry up and have a baby because I don't know how much longer I can have a baby? I understand like men don't have that emotional, physical feeling the way that women do. I don't feel like I ever really had to go through any of that. Mm -hmm. That being said... I feel like you and I 100% have had conversations about you feeling different ages that fell in between 21 and 40. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, like men feel it, but maybe it just doesn't stick the way it does with women. I guess it was more the, how do I, not the ridicule from other females. Like the one lady was a certain, cashier and she was saying that people ask her questions and like oh you're this old oh you you're getting married no kids no Ooh, you know like how they treat them huh because our like we definitely you know oh uh 30s the new 20 and 40s the new 30 and you know all the things and so I feel I mean, like all... it's not that big a deal to wait until you're 40 to get married and have kids. Uh, yeah, you don't it's have not to that... do it at 20. It's not that. It's just things happen in life and some people just don't. And that's okay. Yeah. Like I don't, like it just felt weird that, you know, there's, you know. It still seems just... relevant. Yeah. Like that's, it was such a. It felt so 1950s-ish. Okay, the yeah. Con- like the conversation they were having was from 1945, and they were having it in 2019, and I'm going, is this even a thing? I mean, for some people, obviously, it- because it happened. Yeah, obviously. I mean, the, yeah. They're but li- yeah, they're maybe them. you and I just definitely don't agree with that mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It was, you know, yes, it was me listening, one, to a conversation I had no business listening to. You know, keep your nose out of other people's business. Uh, Yeah, but... Th- so I'm Don't conscious... Don't be the creepy, weird old man. I know, but I'm conscious of that. Like, if I'm at the grocery store... And someone is on the phone having a conversation that like they just don't pay attention to their surroundings and Mm. talk about whatever. You are in a public place. Yeah. People are going to listen. Yes. Yeah. Even if they don't know you, somebody's going to hear what you're saying. Oh my goodness. This dude over here is being so creepy. He's listening to us. Yes. Because you guys are fucking talking and I can hear. Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. So I got an easy one. Super easy. You'll get it within... 2.3 seconds. The first word. I'm going to say the first six words. I believe you will get it within the first six words. If you let me get to the second line, I am going to get mad at you. Okay. And I heard the song in the bathroom again. Um, 
it was, uh, it's an iconic song, still played today, still relevant today, obviously. Um, it's an iconic song. And just how much I was just surprised, not surprised, but I mean, you, you definitely, everybody knows all the lyrics to this whole song. As soon as the song comes on, everybody's saying it. You ready? Yeah. Pack it up. Pack it in. Let me begin. <laughs> I came to win. Battle me. That's a sin. <laughs> I won't ever slack up. Punk you better back up. Try and play the role. And yo, the whole crew will act up. Get up. Stand up. Come on. Someone throw your hands up. <laughs> um. So, two things. I want to put my baseball cap on backwards and then I also want to put on a pair of overalls. <laughs> was there overalls in that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't believe that there was. Um, I don't know if I can tell you who this was though. Really? Do you know the name of the song? Pack it up, pack it in. Let me begin. I came to win. I mean, that's a sin. Get up, stand up. Come on, put your hands up. Like I feel like the. The guy's name is something weird. No. And, uh, the guy also like broke off and did his own thing. And he's got a famous song. Like super famous song. So this was like a one hit wonderish type band. With the band. And then he went solo. And had a one hit wonder. And had a like a mega superstar one oh, hit okay. wonder. Like it was not, he was a one hit wonder, but like the song is iconic song. I mean, I can, you might really know, might not know what it's like to sing the blues. With a, you, you really might not know what it's like to have to choose. You know, you don't remember that one? Maybe. Yeah, everybody knows that song. I'm singing like the... Everybody knows that, Rachel. <laughs> everybody does. Everybody knows this. Come right. on, I can't believe you don't know. It's House of Pain. Okay. Yeah. The guy's name is Whitey Ford, and he, Whitey Ford sings the blues. Okay. You might not know what it's like. I think it's the name of the song. Okay. Where the uh, Mary got pregnant from a kid named Tom, said yeah. he was in love. Yeah. Don't worry about a thing, baby doll. That was and that guy? Yeah. Okay. He was the lead singer of House of Pain. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't going to say the House of Pain. There's no way I would have ever said that. Really? Really. I mean, I know the song. <laughs> yeah, iconic song. Yeah. Thank you, friends. Thank you so much for finding us. This one is a little bit long. We we got one long-winded here, so thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us. It definitely, definitely means the world to us. <laughs> Please um, find us anywhere you download podcasts. Um, we're so grateful. Please rate, review, subscribe. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you're listening to us for the first time, we consider you a friend. And uh, we want to be friends with your friends. So friends tell friends. Please just tell a friend. Um, there's no better way for us to grow our audience. We have tried many ways. And this word of mouth is always the best. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you're hanging out with us, if you, if you like the contact, please reach out, uh, shut up. I love you podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. If you don't like it, we want to know like this. You guys are idiots. Then yes, we want to know that we're idiots. And, um, 
<laughs> we want to make it better. We want to make, uh, uh, we want to be not idiots, you know. Um, and uh, try three of them. If this is the first time you're listening to us, uh, thank you, thing one. And uh, try three of them. There's three. This being the first one, you know, there's two more in there somewhere. Just pick a funny episode title and, um, you know, give them a listen. And, and I think after three, we can get it right for you. I hope. We love all our friends. <laughs> I'd like to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you to Team Music and Team Sound and Team Tech for doing all the things you do so we can do the things that we do. And thank you to Arn for starting uh, to end the show way too soon. It wasn't, though. It was. Okay. We love all our friends. And that means you. And we hope you enjoyed this long podcast, too. <laughs> Don't believe anything we say. Because we are all bullshit today.